Welcome to Perimenopology, where we explore and converse about what it means to transition out of the young, hot, fertile, and fuckable box that our society labels as most worthy when you were socialized as a woman. Around here, we're all about body literacy and talking about the topics that society tells us are unimportant or inappropriate. I'm Michelle Kapler, reproductive acupuncturist, Chinese medicine practitioner, and master feminist life coach, and you've got episode number 37. Hello, hello, my friend. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Perimenopology. Today, we're talking all about imposter syndrome, and I can't wait to get into this conversation. But before I get into today's episode, I want to make a quick announcement. This episode is brought to you by my free course called the Menopause Mood Swing Solution. I offered this class as a live webinar a few months ago, and the feedback was so good that I decided I would make it available to anybody who wants to watch the replay for free. In this class, I talk about all about hormones, mood swings, and what to expect during perimenopause from your moods and your hormones. If you've ever had the thought, this period in my life is like one big, long, never-ending PMS session, or if you're approaching the age of perimenopause and you're curious about what to expect, or if you're feeling like your hormonal mood swings are impacting your quality of life and you're looking for some relief, this class is for you. In the class, I'll be answering questions like, why are perimenopause and menopause such emotionally tumultuous times for a lot of people? How can I tell the difference between feelings that are normal and valid and when I'm just being hormonal? How can I talk about it differently so I might be able to get a little bit of relief? And of course, we'll be looking at all of this through a feminist lens where we explore how our socialization and conditioning affect the way we move through this time in life, especially when it comes to our emotions. To get free and instant access to the class, you can head to michellecapley.com forward slash mood, that's M-O-O-D, and you can also find the link in the show notes. So let's talk about imposter syndrome. If you've been following me or listening to the podcast for a while, you'll know that I like to start with a definition of what we're talking about so we can all be on the same page. I took to the internet search engines to see what I would come up with around imposter syndrome. And the most clear definition I came across was on psychology today, and I'll put the whole article in the show notes in case you want to read it. So they said that people who struggle with imposter syndrome believe that they are undeserving of their achievements and the high esteem in which they are, in fact, generally held. They feel that they aren't as competent or intelligent as others might think, and that soon enough, people will discover the truth about them. Those with imposter syndrome are often well accomplished. They may hold high office or have numerous academic degrees. And to give you some interesting statistics from the article, around 25 to 30% of high achievers may suffer from imposter syndrome at any given time, and the research also suggests that around 70% of adults might experience this at least once in their lifetime. And on a side note, it's my personal opinion that the numbers are even higher in people socialized as women. One more thing that I want to add, just to give some context for what I want to talk about today, is that I believe that people can have imposter syndrome in some areas of their lives, but not others. So for example, a person might feel like they're totally rocking in parenthood, but may feel completely inadequate at work or vice versa. This isn't necessarily an all-encompassing phenomenon. It can exist in single or multiple areas of life, or perhaps even only in specific relationships or contexts within those specific areas. So today I want to talk about imposter syndrome specifically as we head into perimenopause. And 
As I've seen in my coaching clients and clinical patients, perimenopause is a time for upheaval and change, to say the least. And just like when we went through our first puberty, this second puberty is also a time when we have an opportunity or a necessity to revisit and potentially change our identity, sometimes by choice and sometimes not so much by choice. In perimenopause, we have an opportunity which can sometimes feel like a forceful shove from the universe or God or whatever you believe in to evaluate how we want to show up in our lives and make those decisions on purpose. And a lot of it comes from the way that we are thinking about it, which is what will make the difference between something like this is the end of my life in youth or vibrancy or beauty or usefulness versus this is just the fucking beginning. And all of this to say, perimenopause is a time when a lot changes in our bodies and our minds. It gives us a push to notice things that we might have been ignoring. And it also becomes a time when we get to make some decisions for how we want to live the rest of our lives. And this can come up with body stuff or self-worth stuff or career and work stuff. But these moves and decisions that we make often come at the other side of some pretty intense self-evaluation maybe a lot of discomfort. Actually, most of the time, it's a lot of discomfort. And our friend imposter syndrome is often part and parcel of the discomfort that we experience when we're navigating all of this. Now, imposter syndrome, although common, happens on an individual level for so many different reasons. It's a complex topic that somebody could probably spend years unpacking with an individual therapist. But today I want to share one concept that I found very helpful for sorting through my own imposter syndrome and also with my clients. And by the way, my own imposter syndrome is very much still a work in progress. Just in case you were wondering, I do not have it all figured out. So what I want to talk about today is that by the time we're coming into perimenopause and beyond, we have some years of life experience under our belt inherently. We've most likely been at our careers for some time. Those of us who are parents have probably been doing it for a while. We've had adequate time and space and life experience to feel pretty solid in our philosophical and political views. And that's a beautiful thing. But have you ever noticed that the more you know about a particular subject with any depth, the more you realize what you don't know? And this phenomenon is called the Dunning-Kruger effect. When people don't know very much about a particular subject or area of life, they don't have the knowledge or skills to spot their own mistakes or their knowledge gaps, which is why when many of us started our careers, for example, we weren't necessarily aware of our own blind spots or lack of knowledge. And as we got more and more in depth into our expertise, we just realized how much we don't know. And it's relatively easy to fake it till you make it when you don't actually know what you don't know. But that approach for a lot of people, that whole fake it till you make it thing, becomes no longer possible when it just isn't your first rodeo. And there are two ways that I commonly see people dealing with their imposter syndrome at this stage. The first one is continuing to accumulate accolades, certifications, next levels, higher levels of education. And the thought behind that is, if I just get this next promotion or take this next course or get this next award, then I will get to feel worthy. But it doesn't actually work that way. For two reasons. The first one is that you take your brain with you and that internal self-talk no matter what level you get to. And number two, because we can never know everything, because there is no enough when it comes to knowing everything about the world. 
The second way I see people dealing with this is to just retreat. So they settle for less than what they want. They take a step back in their career. They make themselves smaller. And as you can imagine or have experienced, this doesn't work that well either. But there is a third option. And that is acceptance of your knowledge gaps and what you don't know and going for more anyway and accepting your amazingness and expertise and validity anyway. Being self-confident and honoring your shortcomings all at the same time. And this might look like asking for and accepting help and not making it mean that you're unqualified, saying no to and holding boundaries and being okay with making mistakes and thinking that you're awesome also. (laughs) And just maybe you might open your mind to consider the idea that the strength of your imposter syndrome, how intense it is, how strong it is, might actually mean that you're a bit of an expert. Because when you know what you don't know, it probably means that you actually know a lot. All right, my friends, how is that brain twister for you? That's going to be all for me this week. Until next time, thanks for listening. Did you know that I'm a coach and clinician that helps women and people who cycle and menstruate make perimenopause the best thing that's ever happened to them? What if you thought what was the end of the best part of your life was actually just the beginning? This resonates with you. Let's work together. If you are a resident of Ontario, Canada, we can work together in a clinical setting, both virtually or in person, to help you find a unique and customized treatment plan to alleviate your perimenopausal symptoms and get you the relief you deserve using Chinese medicine. Or if you're looking for support with body image, confidence, advocating for yourself and seeking treatment, or just generally making your life as awesome as possible through this transition and beyond, I can help you anywhere in the world through coaching. To learn more about your options for working with me, head to michellecapler.com and click on work with me on the overhead menu. I can't wait to talk with you. Oh,